Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is November uh, 30th. Uh, the time is about uh, uh, 4.30 p.m. Reddy NMPC has been conducting Zoom calls or conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know in the chat, not me, but our team, the entire team, <coughs> know that uh, you're a newcomer. iPhone? Yeah, hi, my name is Chanavasa uh, Pastagi. I'm a newcomer. Yes, sir. Good, I'm waiting for your questions. Uh, so can, can oh. I start my questions? Yes, the Morat is okay. very good, go ahead. Yeah, so yeah, my question is basically, you know, so uh, I got my AP and EAD approved. So we are going to India in December. Uh, since my wife went earlier last time and she got her H4 stamp. So because of that, we applied only for me and my son, we applied for AP. Uh, both yeah. of us, you have AP and my wife is on H4. So now my question is, you know, while coming back, my oh. wife will be coming on H4, will be coming on AP. Will there be any problem? Are you, uh, we, I had one problem with the people who have come like that in the CPP when they came together. Mm-hmm. So it may be better that she comes one day earlier and you both guys come later on. So that will not, that's what we planned. In fact, we pre-pounded one day. We thought that way and we yeah. uh, pre-pounded for her one day, but uh, will, will not will not be any problem if you come do that way? I don't know. The people who came together, we had a problem. So oh, if okay. you really don't want any problem, wait for the advance parole for her to get approved or you take the chance according to what you plan. Oh, got it. Okay. okay so then. got it. Another another question, you know, following questions. I'm not telling it's a foolproof. That's the best you can do under the circumstances. I got you. So another question, you know, following up that, uh, so in fact, we, uh, to avoid this, we uh, we got an appointment also stamping for me and my son. Uh, but my son, while filling the form, he was less than 14. It allowed to enter. Some of them are saying that, you know, if you have face, uh, your kids are 14, you have to go physically for them too. Now I got an appointment for Dropbox. Dropbox. Uh, yeah, you never know how it's going to turn out. You never know. They may still call him for the interview. Okay. 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 Next person. They just finished? Yeah. Hi. Thank you, sir. Um, so <clears throat> for my husband, I-, I was on. Uh, uh, one second. One husband? second. One second. Hold on just for a minute. Hold on just for a minute. Okay. Sorry about that. Can you hear me, ma'am? Yes, I can hear you. Sorry. Can you start all over again? I got disconnected. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, no problem. 
So I'm on L1 uh, from last five years. Uh, my husband is on L2 and he was working on L2 EAD. Uh, this year, both mine and uh, this year, my employer applied for my H1 and my husband's employer also applied for his H1. Uh, so both of us got picked. Uh, but the thing is, when I applied for my H1, uh, they all we also applied for my husband's H4 and H4 EAD as a together application. Um, all of that got approved. Um, so the one oversight that we did is we did not check for the starting dates uh, so we assumed uh, uh, and we we assumed that uh, we are starting my husband's h1 so my husband's uh, employer um, we gave the h1 approval and they started his payroll on h1 instead of l2 ead from 1st of october uh, this year uh, but then at later point when this ead got approved uh, recently, about like a couple of days back, we realized that um, his H4 status is actually starting from 20th of October this year. Um, and then um, the EAD got approved in November. So now we are worried about his like work status in between what is his active active uh, status as of now and what what should be our next steps uh, to do when did you got the h4 approval i know the start date says october 20th but when did you got the approval so we got we got the approval on uh, 3rd of uh, september for h4 and for h1 his h1 approval uh, got it on like 20th june when was the ead approved? ead approved uh, i think on uh, 20 uh, 25th of November. So you're more concerned that mm -hmm. being October 20th and the EAD approval, there are some concerns whether he can work or not, is right? Yes, yes. And we were thinking he's on H1. Uh, so uh, so he's allowed to work. Uh, but then we haven't realized about this change of status H4 because there's too many simultaneous ap uh, applications going on. Um, so we did not realize that. Okay. The best thing for your husband to clear up all these things is to mm -hmm. go to Mexico and back. Okay. Okay. There is something okay. called Margarita Magic. Okay. Type mm -hmm. in Margarita Magic Reddy Newman, uh, Red, Rahul Reddy in YouTube. I want you to watch that. Okay. And if you still okay. have any Can questions. Say that again, sir. Margarita Magic. Okay. And Rahul Reddy, and you type mm -hmm. it on the YouTube. There will be a video that comes out there. Watch it okay. if you still have a confusion. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you make consultation. I will speak with you. Okay. Sure. Okay. Thank you. It's it's not a problem. It's a very easily solvable thing. Okay. Okay. Next person. The, the, okay. Yeah. Shubham. Uh, yes. Um, so. Uh, I had a question that uh, I was laid off from my company. My last working day was September 16, 2022. And my company, before my layoff, they renewed my H-1B visa. Uh, it was renewed September 6th. So it is valid for three more years till September of 2025. It's valid. Um, September 2025. Okay. Um, but uh, my layoff happened September 16. And my paycheck, the last paycheck, was processed on October 14th, 2022. Okay. So first question is, uh, when did my H, uh, grace period start? Should I consider it from the employment day or from the last paycheck day? September 26th. 
the day you got you got terminated from the job september 16th 16 okay let it be 16 okay so uh, some from 16 you are saying that my uh, grace period will start uh, that's right or uh, um, my question is basically it will start from there or it will start from last paycheck day which was october 14th next person please you're asking the same question three times so i don't know what to say the same answer the day you got terminated from the job not from the last paycheck next person please iPhone 13 Pro. Mm. Hi sir. So I'm a student. I'm a STEM OPT student. Uh, so my employer filed a H1, and uh, he filed a H1 like uh, my H1 will be activated as soon as I'm done with my STEM OPT. So my question is, uh, if I travel uh, to India Wait, can... in this period, hello. Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. 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 What do you mean it will be activated when you are done with the STEM extension? It was so. Sorry, can you come again? What do you mean it will be activated when you are done with the STEM extension? Uh, the H1 so is my, filed. H1 got approved, but it's not activated. You know, like there is a some process called consulate. I'm not sure. So he filed uh, my H1 in that process. Yeah. So until I activate my H1, it is it will not be activated. So if I that's travel bad, to India, that's a bad idea to have the H one file. That that's uh, a very bad I, idea. I am not aware. Even I am not aware of that thing. Uh, after okay. that, he let. I mean, if you travel to India, if you travel to India, go ahead. If I travel to India, like uh, when I'm returning back, like uh, within the STEM OPT period, so will the immigration officer will stop? Like uh, will they know? Like I got my H one approval or not? You should not travel on F one visa right now. the only way you are going to travel is you go to india you get the stamping done and then mm-hmm. come back into united states and i want you to do one thing else if you are not planning to travel i want you to now file a h1b with a change of status to h1b if you are traveling make an appointment with the consulate get the appointment for the h1b get the stamping and come back don't travel on f1 they may detain you and put you in jail for 3 days and send you back but uh, one of my friend just co- came uh, i mean just came to came back to us in the same status so i know i know there are some people that will be allowed in the people who get mm-hmm. detained and sent back they will call us they will not go to the facebook and announce to you the people who spent 3 days in jail they call us okay okay and you are not supposed to mm-hmm. come on f1 visa when your intention is to work in united states for a long period of time how would they know it that's their own records okay. maybe your friend was been spared okay but don't risk it mm-hmm. just because okay. you know you know the russian roulette what it is they put a one bullet in the gun and then keep shooting one head and then they'll give it to you it will not don't do that next person Thank suresh hey hi da hi rahul long good evening so my question is like uh, my one my i140 was approved in february and uh, i'm applying for extension next month my uh, my h1b will get uh, my h1b will be terminated on uh, march expects on march so i planning to move to india not like traveling just oh, moving to india second, one second okay yeah i can hear you now oh, sorry can you start all over again i'm sorry yeah sure your h1b sure, no there extending it sure no problem so the the may uh, i am planning to move to india not traveling so the what i have is uh, my i1 part is approved in february this year 2022 and my h1b will expire on march 2023 so i am mm-hmm. i am applying for extension 
next month before moving to India in a premium mm-hmm. process to get the approval. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I will get the stamping before quitting the job. Mm-hmm. So do I need okay. to? Uh, do i need to tell to uscs that i am not coming to us anymore and no, what you don't if have... i want to come to enter into us later uh if you want to come before 2026 okay mm-hmm. that's when your mm-hmm. passport visa will typically expire is right then you need yes. to find another job and file a h1b get the h1b approval you don't have to go for stamping you can come mm-hmm. without stamping using the old company's h1b stamping but when you come into the port you tell them you are working for the new company which recently filed h1b okay so the company which i am working the company which i will come back to us will be the same let's say okay if it's the same i guess yeah if it's the same then there is another problem there especially when mm-hmm. you are in a gap of a lot of time you are outside mm-hmm. the country when you are entering into united states the cbp may question you whether you have a job or not okay so i would okay. consult a lawyer at that point of time mm-hmm. and make sure that you speak the words what the cbp need to hear and at the same time true and you are in you get a fresh dated letter from your company saying that you still mm-hmm. have a job with that company and if they would call from the airport to check whether or not you have a job and they should be somebody will be answering that call at that point of time okay i got okay. it so i need i need a job will if they verify i need to support it that's it right and it, it has to be the same job not a different yes. end client oh not a different end client okay yeah. what what so is a different, different end client, client. then they have to file an amendment get the approval of the amendment and then you can come oh okay so oh, is it better to apply for h1 now or can i approve can i apply for h1 from india if i want to come back later that's up to you i mean you can, you can get the visa stamping done right now uh, that mm-hmm. will be more easier so it's up to you will will you have still have the project at the time when you go for the interview For yeah, I do have. A, yeah, no, I not do. for it. For passport stamp. Yeah, I do. I will have job at the time too. Yeah, it's fine. You can choose whichever option. Okay. okay. Next question. Okay. okay. Thank you. Rushit. Hiral, thank you for helping me with this. Um, I asked this question in your yesterday's YouTube session. Uh, it's just that I'm. I need some second opinion from what my company letter is saying. Um, I have H one and H four visa stamped and expired. Uh, I also have. Uh, H4 extension approval notice I797A and um, H1 extension notice as well. Uh, my H my wife's H4 EAD was filed while H4 extension was pending. Uh, my company attorney says that I should not travel outside of US. My plan is to go to Canada for one day, get the PR activated, and come back on the very next wait, day. Wait, 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 wait! You have the H1B extended, is right? Yeah, H1 is extended. H4 is extended. Uh, H4 EAD first standalone application is pending, and my attorney says that if anything is pending with USCIS, it's just inherently a bad idea to go because. CBP might oh. grill you with kind of questions and everything. So I, I I disagree. You're good to go and travel. You don't have any problem. Next person. Thank you. Amit. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for uh, for this opportunity. So I have one question. So currently I'm with my H1 employer and got GCAD, and uh, I got second uh, job offer, second job on GCAD on W2. So my question here is that uh, my the second job uh, uh, employer 
uh, he's saying that they will file 485J paperwork on their side. So my question is like, you know, is it what will happen to my current H1 and whatever the filing I did for it, my current employer? I don't want to leave. Let me, ask, let me ask you this question. You're not leaving this job and joining another job, is it right? Correct, sir. Yeah. Tell them I'm not to file the doing... Tell them not okay. to file the for it. Okay, they should not. Tell them, okay. I, yeah, tell them I spoke with my own lawyer. He told not to file the. Okay, thank you. And uh, I have a case is like I got a status update on my uh, thing. Case is ready to be scheduled for an interview for a 485J application. So if I do these two job, right, one is on GCE, W2, and one in current HY, right? Will I have any uh, questions on the personal interview uh, regarding this one? They may. You will answer the question. You're working for two jobs. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it, right? Okay. That sounds good. And one last question I have is like, I my parents are uh, uh, like frequently visiting to like, they are already here and uh, we are, you know, we are expecting. So they might, I wanted to uh, not travel them again. So is there any limit? to travel between two visits, like is there any, this isn't supposed to have any gap in between two visits? Like, uh, so say for example, January, 2023, I'll send them back. And again, after one month, I can uh, take, and I can take book the ticket and uh, uh, make them visit. Not a good idea because the purpose for the B2 visa is for them to visit United States, not to stay here in United States and visit India. Okay. Um, if you, uh, if you're sending, if they're going in January and coming back in February and they stayed here for six months, that looks like mm -hmm. they're actually visiting India. Okay. Okay. That's not a good idea. So is it worth to take risk for one last time or is it not a good idea? Not a good idea. Send them right now and okay. then bring them back later on when it's a delivery uh, due. Okay. Okay. So is it okay? Three months or four months gap? That would be better okay. than one month. Okay. 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 So Next. okay. Thanks. Thank you so much. Tarun? So I have on my, uh, I have a H1B visa. Uh, uh, and the one uh, I have stamped was an old one, which was expired on last year on May 2022. Uh, one visa from had. I, I got cut off after you said that you did the passport visa expired. I have a, I have a new a renewed H1B, and my wife has a new one. But on our passport, we have a stamped like old visa, so those are expired. Now we have a Canadian. Uh, Canadian uh, soft landing thing. Um, so I know, but we don't have we don't have dates to get our H1B approval uh, stamped. So can we go to Canada and come back through AVR process? Given we have a date for 19th January uh, with the Toronto, uh, but that's too late since my wife is pregnant. So we want to do it early now to go to Canada and come back through AVR. Yeah, auto I don't see. Any, I don't see any problem. Okay, so uh, so only problem happens when we already have that interview with Toronto and our application is pending. That is, if you're coming after January 19th, you will have a problem. You can't come okay, back. so okay, perfect. And then she has an O1 visa, the the old it was H1, so it's a new visa for her. Would it be an OVR still uh, valid for that AVR? Yeah, that's not a problem. Okay, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Is it a, let, is, let me ask you, can you put him back on? Yes, did you consider for your wife EB1 category? Uh, we we are the thinking, yes, sir. We are thinking. You may want to have a consultation with Vanita Devar in our office, though. She's good okay. in EB1. Because your wife already got the O1, it becomes easier to get the EB1. Nowadays, things are much easier for EB1. Okay. Uh, I think last time when we checked, she didn't have much citations. So maybe I'll check with uh, Vanita, you said, in your office, right? Yeah. Make an appointment with Vanita. And before okay. you make an appointment, there is an EB1. We put a video on it. EB1, Radian Newman. Okay. There are 10 points. Try Try to have your wife jot down, you know, bullet points, why she will meet all the things. Even if she's not meeting, 
you know, let her make an argument, okay? Let her okay. make an argument. And then okay. you make an appointment with Vanita. It will be much fruitful. She's been getting okay. a lot of approvals. Okay. 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 Thank you. Next Thank you. person, please. AD? Yeah. Uh, my question is, is it advisable while 485 is pending and you're going for the H-1B visa stamping? Uh, it won't affect negatively or positively that the 485 has been pending. It won't affect at all. Yeah. And the uh, related question is... Uh, just in case something happens and 221G or whatever, uh, or, or probably just denied, is can you come back on uh, EAD? You have an advance parole? Yes. Well, why are you going there? No, I mean, I don't want to use it for now. Even if you use it, if your H1B is still valid, you're not, you technically are an H1B. No, if you go and get the 221G and get the visa canceled, there is a chance they may revoke the advance parole too. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, but is it okay while 485, uh, 485 is pending and going and stamping, so in, right? In general, you have, a, according to the stat, there is a 7% risk that the whole thing, you may get stuck there, okay? okay. I don't know why you want to take the 7% risk and don't want to take the 0.5. I don't understand it, but technically you are eligible to get the H1B. Okay. okay, so basically your suggestion is use a EAD. I mean, advanced parole in that sense. Okay, yeah, makes sense. That's all I have. Thank you. Next question, please. Hello, sir. Um, I have a two-part question. Um, recently, my employer told me uh, it's a very small company, less than 25 employees, and most of them got their green cards. So they are shutting down their business for some uh, revenue reasons. Um, and they told me to find a new employer. I have my I-140 approved five years ago. So uh, I have already found What's a new the employer. What's the priority date? Uh, what is your priority? Uh, April 4th, 2016. Okay. So, sir, uh, in the, if my employer shuts down tomorrow, uh, uh, will my I-140 will still be valid and portable? Or uh, and or, or uh, do my new employer have to file, uh, file a labor I-140 and then my employer shuts down? Would that be okay or will I be in a problem? Either, either way, it won't affect you. If okay. they shut down and then later on uh, you file a, there is no need for you to immediately file a labor and I-140 with a new company. Even if the company okay. shuts down, it affect your I-140 portability. So I do need a S-1 transfer, that's it, to be in status, right, sir? Even, even, if, uh, even if they shut down right now, you have 60 days for you to file a H-1B with a different company. So for example, if today your H-1B, the, the company that filed an I-140 shuts down, when is your mm -hmm. I-94 expiring? Uh, 30th June, 2023. So you have 60 days from now. If the company shuts down right now. Okay. You have they 60 have days. To shut down to... End of December. Yeah. Whatever the date it is, you have 60 days afterwards. Right. Thank you, sir. And it won't affect uh, the I-140. Next person, please. Sai Prasad. Sai Prasad. Priya. Uh, hey, hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, I had actually uh, joined in yesterday, but uh, I could not get through to the call, so I had to just text. So I asked that uh, I'm in the US and my husband is in the UK, and we had filed his H-1B here. Uh, we were still not married then, so he had to go for the consulate H-1B uh, individual filing, and he got uh, NOID status uh, uh, this week. Uh, now N the thing uh, is, what is NRD? NOID, uh, Notice of Intent oh, to Deny. Uh, so it is a fresh H-1B petition. Oh, sorry? 
Yeah. Uh, so the thing is, uh, there are two ways we can do now. One, the consultancy is saying that they can go ahead and respond to it, but uh, they're not sure that it would be approved. Uh, let's say it denies or let's say we withdraw it. In any of these cases, next year, if we want to again freshly file for H1B, will this impact the beneficiary in any way? Uh, will he have, will they have any record or will they be, uh, you know, uh, able to see that it was denied? If you keep getting involved with companies that are shady companies that file in-house projects, and we know what that in-house projects is, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so they said that they have a client, they have a genuine client, and they have the client letters and everything. We know, we know how it works out, don't you? Really? Mm -hmm. You don't know the truth? Um, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> They said that they do have the uh, yeah, proper documentations and everything. So I have a billion. A I have a billion dollars with me. Give me a loan of hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Now don't believe. All, so you get involved with those kind of statements. It will affect your husband. That's all I can okay. tell. Okay. So I don't know why um, you don't file an I one forty and then get him on H four and get him an EAT. I don't know. But you want to get involved with the shady's companies? Yeah, it will affect him. Okay. So uh, is it advisable to withdraw this right now or go ahead and file it as they say, and we should uh, you know, proceed with application, this application in the consulate? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. If there is a notice of intent to revoke or deny, it's not a notice of intent to deny, it must be notice of intent to revoke. Because once it's approved, they can't deny it. They have to revoke it. It's approved, uh, no, is it right? Not, it's not approved yet. It's not approved yet. It was on RFE, we responded, and then they gave a, a NOID on that. Uh, for an internal project, and we know what that internal project is. Yeah, I mean, it's better to withdraw rather than getting approved on your husband's name. You will have a bad record on it, okay? Okay. Even if it's a denial, okay. will not be for your husband. Okay, okay. And uh, sorry, I, I wanted to actually take a consultation with you guys. I wanted to know who's the right person uh, that I can talk to about some of the things related to this H1B and his UK visa thing. Like we were planning uh, yeah. to do either from here next year or from there. We're not sure yet. You can make a consultation with me and then give the company's name, your company name, your husband's filed company's name so that I get mm -hmm. the, I normally research and get a record of what the company does and what what kind of genuine company or not. And then I can speak more mm -hmm. frankly with you when you make an appointment, okay? Okay, sure. And you do Zoom calls, right? Uh, because he's in the UK, it would be convenient Next for us to join. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Next question. Danya. Uh, Sri, can you give her the link for appointment? Danya, I, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, yesterday, I mean, uh, on Monday, I returned to USA on my advanced payroll. But unfortunately, I forgot to pick up the advanced payroll documents from the uh, at the port of entry, and I just took you know passport which was stamped. So mm -hmm. how to get the advanced payroll again now? You can contact the CBP to see if they have it. I, I don't them. know. Them. Yeah. Why do you need it right them. now? I, not now, but we know to see. We know we don't know whether in one month or two months I may need to travel. So I need to have it handy. Yeah. Well, if you called and you tried, you did not get it. File for a duplicate. So we can file for a duplicate. Yeah. So with USCS? Yes. Or do we have to uh, file a new one? Whatever it is called. You can file for a duplicate. Okay. When is okay. it expiring? It's expiring next year, October. Uh, then you have to file for a duplicate. File for duplicate. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Sirendra? Sorry, Sridhar? Um, hello. Uh, thanks for accepting me. Uh, can you hear me? I can. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I'm a research scholar currently enrolled at George Mason University, came with a J-1 visa as an exchange visitor. Um, mm. My program has been terminated um, because I got a waiver based on no objection statement. And um, mm -hmm. my visa expires uh, February 5. And I'm inquiring about uh, the possibility of an asylum based on um, two schools back in Turkey, where I'm from, uh, were closed uh, based on uh, political uh, reasons. And I was um, consecutively uh, got affiliated with the first as a fellow student in 2013 and 14. And afterwards, I went back to Turkey, uh, based on which I uh, applied and got accepted to a project here in the US. And then going back, uh, I kept a low profile and went and started to teach in a different university after getting admitted, which also was in, back in 2019, got shut down again for another political controversy. And uh, I came went to the US. What do, you mean by what do you mean by shut down? Yeah, the, the, uh, the Turkish government shut down my university based on a political uh, reason, uh, alleging the first one. The so they, they shut down the university, not you particularly, right? Correct. And uh, eventually I became unemployed. Uh, I was laid out and they took over the university. So um, I, I came okay. back to uh, you. When, yeah, before you go further though, you may want to consult other lawyers because I haven't done a political asylum in my practice though. And our office doesn't do political asylum. Oh, you don't do it? Okay. Uh, can I ask a very quick question with, with regards uh -huh. to uh, uh, the uh, visa status? So I'm going back and I have uh, another visa uh, for B1, B2, which is uh, valid until 2019. Is it advisable that I, uh, after I go back, I, I wait uh, for some time to come back based on my tourist, touristic purposes, or should I wait a couple of months? Like, is that, should there be a gap like this? Yeah, it's, if you're going to apply for a tourist visa, it better be a gap. Don't no, just go there immediately. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. When I applied for the G1, I had already obtained uh, a tourist visa uh, to be good until mm -hmm. 2000. Okay, so said, can I just go on some more? No, wait, wait. You said it's expiring in 2019, so I got confused with it. I'm B2 sorry. Is expiring. Uh, so I, my G1 visa, which for which I am now enrolled to my university program, is expiring February 5. But on my L, but on my passport, I have another visa, which is B1, B2 tourist visa, which is good to be to, until 2029. Can I uh, come back? 2029. Yes. Okay. That's that's a confusion I had. It's not 2019, so you applied in 2019, you got into 2029. So it's not canceled, is it right? The B2 is not canceled. No. Okay, and you said to me that you got the two years home residency waiver requirement, is it right? It's already approved, right. is it right? Right. Okay, I don't see any problem in you returning back into the United States using the B1 visa 
as long, but make sure that you just don't go and just turn around and come back. Just wait for a couple of months before you want to visit United States. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, next person, please. BKK. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, yes, so, uh, Rahul, my question is this. I'm a EB3 rest of the world applicant and my uh, 485 has been pending for almost 520 days now. So it, just last week, it moved into the CRP status despite my priority dates being current. So uh, is there a way I can challenge this or question this with the USCIS? Yes, please send an email to Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, Stephen at rnlawgroup.com. Got it, sir. Okay. Okay. Explain him, he will call you. Sure, got it. Uh, I have another question attached to this. My wife, she lives in Canada and I live here in Guam. Uh, now, the thing is, when I filed my 485, uh, she was, my wife was in uh, Canada and uh, my intention was to add her as a follow to join applicant. So the advice I got from my lawyer in Guam back then was uh, I can file something called an 824 for her, right? But now my lawyer turns around and tells me that I am still not eligible to file an 824 because my 485 is not approved. Is that still the condition? I mean, should a 485 be approved to file an I-824? What, what piece of the status you are in? I'm, I'm currently on uh, uh, advanced parole in EAD and I also have a, a H-1 extension approved uh, till 2025. Why can't you have your wife come on H-4? Uh, no, the problem I have is I'm at that point in my 485 where I it might be approved anytime now. And if she comes here on H4 status, and if I get the 485 approved, I think she loses her H4 status, right? But we can file the 485 at the day she lands in United States. Mm-hmm. We can file okay. the 485. Yeah, no, the uh, problem uh, I have, Rahul, is my wife is pursuing a PhD program in uh, in Canada, uh, right? So, so she cannot stay for uh, lens in in the US. How many days she needs? She only needs to stay for one day. Okay. She can't spare one day. I'll consider then. I, I can, I can, that's something I'll, I'll look into. Yeah. It's a bad idea to file an IA2. First of all, you can file an IA24. Second, mm-hmm. it's a bad idea to file an IA24. The reason mm-hmm. is that she can't, once your green card is approved, it may take approximately three to four years for her to get the green card. Mm-hmm. And in the interim period, she cannot travel into United States. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you are not considering her bringing our H4 and filing a 485 application. Okay, got it. Okay, because I, I, okay, this was the kind of advice I was looking for. Thanks, thanks, Rahul. Sorry, I lack this kind of expertise here. You may may want to consult me privately to have a strategy of what to do. I would bring her on H4, okay? If once a H4 is stamped, she comes into the country, okay? The day she lands in, we'll file the 485. Okay, got it, got it. Thanks, thanks for this, Rahul, yeah. And, and another thing is that I don't want to expedite your 485 because if your 485 okay. is approved, then we have to go through the 824 process. Okay, got it. So it's a yeah. bad idea to expedite. Got it, Rahul. I'll probably uh, send a separate note to you. I'll probably schedule a separate session with you and you can review my case. Yeah, and have your wife also when you when you speak with me so that we can go over the things. Sure, sure. Okay? Sure. Next person, please. Shiva? Hey, uh, hi. Uh, good evening, Rahul Garu. Uh, my question is, uh, I'm working for a consulting firm and I'm working with a government uh, end client, federal client. And uh, so now the thing is, uh, I got another offer with company B. So they filed my H-1B transfer and the petition got approved. So still I didn't join officially with them, company B. 
So my question is, is it possible for me to work both the jobs simultaneously? Does the company be filed as a concurrently filed H-1B or transferred from company A to company B? Uh, they just uh, filed. Uh, I think it's transfer. I think it's a transfer. I am not sure about that. Uh, actually, yeah. I provide my all my documents and uh, I uh, they filed. Wait, wait, wait. Unless they have filed for concurrently filed H-1B, you cannot work for both the companies at the same time. Okay. No, I didn't inform. I didn't tell them anything like I'm going to work for two companies. They, if you did not tell, they would not do it. Okay. So it's not possible. No, it's possible. They have to file one more H-1B. Okay. So I need to inform. Okay. I need to inform them. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Sir. Okay. Thank you. Then. Next person, please. Shiva Sattva. Hello, sir. Uh, I have a question. Uh, I'm planning to change my job. I am on GCEAD. My question is, does my new employer need to file I-485J right away or when my date becomes current? I would not file a 485J supplement unless they issue an RFP. Now, I used to have a different opinion before, but I would not file a 485J supplement unless they issue an RFP or when you go for an interview. Even if the date is current, you don't have to file a 485J supplement. Oh, okay. I'll take I the see. last caller. I must fight and right now. I'll take the last one. Jyoti. Hi, Rahul. I am on H4EAD and my H4EAD uh, got expired uh, on 11-11-2022. And I have applied for renewal and in my current employer has, um, has given me auto extension for 540 days. Now, if I change a new employer, would they hire me because my H4EAD is in renewal process? And as per the USCIS, it is still in the received stage. But you got the H4 approved, is it right? No, I, my H4EAD is in renewal stage. But how did you get the 540-day extension? Because I have applied before it gets expired. Like, for example, I have applied on September 2022, and my expiry date of H4EAD is 11 November 2022. November what date? 11. But did you got the H4 extended or H4 is still pending? Yeah, H4 uh, is approved for one more year. So you didn't file H4 and EAD together, is it right? Are you right. filed together? No, not together. Okay. Yeah, no, the 540 day rule is applicable even if you change the company map. That's not a problem. So will that new employer hire me? Um, oh yeah, tell them it's a law. It's a law. It's a law that I have an authorization until 540. You don't have until 540 days. You have only until the H4 expires. Correct. Am I for because in the system it's going it's just going to sh show that it's expired. So will they hire me if I change they, tomorrow? Yeah, they will hire you, ma'am. Is there Next. anything in writing in in USCI's site? Yes, it's a website has it that if your H four is extended, they can use that with the EAD receipt number. They can use that for you to employ for the next five hundred and forty days. But since your H four is expiring for so-and-so, they can. It's there on the website of the USCIS. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, uh, tomorrow at 11.30. Uh, uh, 
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Oh,